Welcome to Street Knowledge with Chris Graham. State employee alleges that two members of the Augusta County Board of Supervisors criminally conspired to get her fired from her job because of her work with a third county supervisor to address issues with a decades-long illegal assessment of impoundment fees by the regional animal shelter. Hello, I'm Chris Graham with Augusta Free Press. Uh, we were able to break this story last night. I've been following this behind the scenes for a few weeks, to be honest. Um, this word has been circulating around behind the scenes uh, in county uh, politics and government circles for a while now. It involves a animal care inspector with the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services named Cheryl Helsel, who happens to live in Waynesboro. Uh, and um, she filed a formal criminal complaint against Gerald Garber, who represents the Middle River District on the Board of Supervisors in Augusta County, and also Jeffrey Slavin, who represents the North River District on the Board of Supervisors. She's requesting that the Commonwealth attorney in Augusta County, Tim Martin, investigate the supervisors for what she has termed a retaliatory effort. Now, just to explain, state law requires that um, a complaint be issued formally uh, to the Commonwealth attorney in the locality in which the supervisors, in this case, um, are seated. So uh, circumventing the normal process where a complaint will be sworn out to a magistrate. Uh, and then a magistrate would decide whether or not to file charges and then ask the Commonwealth attorney to investigate. It's a little bit different process. So explaining that for those who uh, are of a legal mindset, there, there is a little bit of a different process with the um, uh, state and local government conflict of interest act. Uh, so I obtained uh, a several page document, the complaint filed by Ms. Hazel Helsel. Um, quoting from it here, uh, Supervisor Gerald Garber and Supervisor Jeffrey Slavin committed an active, quote, prohibited conduct under the State and Local Government Conflict of Interest Act. They used their public positions to retaliate against me for expressing views on matters of public concern. Now, this uh, was dated October 15th, her complaint. I have uh, actually gotten in touch with Tim Martin, the Commonwealth attorney. All he can acknowledge is that he received an email uh, from Ms. Helsel, uh, and, and that's all he can say. That's understandable. If, the, if there is an active investigation, which he did not confirm, I'll just say that too. But if there wasn't an active investigation, which I will presume here, given that he did not tell me that there's not an active investigation or that the matter has been closed, um, he, he would not be able to comment on that just for the sake of, of um, expediency there. So Helsel uh, in her complaint called the acts by Garber and Slavin, quote, a malicious maneuver of retaliation for her efforts to raise attention to the issue with the illegal animal shelter fees, which were first highlighted publicly by the third county supervisor in this story, Scott Seaton, who represents the Wayne District on the Board of Supervisors. He brought that up earlier this year. Now, just to be clear, we also reached out to Garber, Slavin, and Seton on Monday to give each an opportunity to comment. Uh, Garber and Slavin um, were, did not respond uh, to the request, and um, um, Seton did finally get back to me late last night just to say he could not give comment. So just covering the base there. Uh, now, Seton first spoke publicly about the fees issue after the controversy that result resulted from the revelation in March that the Shenandoah Valley Animal Services Center had euthanized four dogs, including one named Annabelle, whose owner, Jessica Evans from Craigsville, had been told that her dog would be held at the shelter until she could pay fees that, as it turns out, are not authorized by state law or county ordinance. Now, Seton has been the guy, public, the person publicly, the face of raising uh, issue with those illegal fees. Uh, the regional animal shelter includes the two cities, Stanton and Waynesboro and Augusta County as partners in, in their uh, efforts there. But Seton wasn't actually the first person to bring this to anyone's attention at the governmental level. It was actually Helsel. 
Um, I'm quoting now again from her uh, criminal uh, complaint. Approximately one year ago, I began communicating as a private citizen on my personal time, she emphasizes, with my Waynesboro City Council members regarding unlawful enforcement practices for violation of animal laws and ordinances in all three localities, Augusta County, Stanton, and Waynesboro, via the withholding of animals from owners pending the collection of prerequisite direct monetary payments assessed by the officers and treasurers without a proper summons. This had been ongoing for decades, she wrote, and my goal was to prompt the urgent correction of these practices as they constituted unlawful seizure of property without due process and extortion against our citizens. Pretty damning um, statement there. Helsel reached out to Seton after he raised the issue uh, at the county level uh, beginning in March and continuing through the spring. And um, she noted in her complaint that the board as a governing body has the power to direct the county administrator to act immediately to rectify the situation. But the majority did not agree then there had been then that there had been any wrongdoing by the county and was attempting to quiet the issue in a defensive strategy instead of directing an urgent halt and addressing the matter. And that's an accurate as uh, assessment of how things went this spring. Uh, Scott Seaton continued to raise the issue. Fellow board members continued to downplay the issue. And it uh, reached um, a fever point uh, after a contentious board of supervisors meeting on June 14th in which Slavin uh, dared Seaton to, quote, prove his allegations that the county seemed to be intentionally dodging his efforts to find a legislative solution. Helsel reached out to Seaton uh, to ask for a meeting with uh, Seaton at her home uh, set for June 25th. Uh, quote, in order to review the proposed ordinance amendments uh, to provide him with some comments and to let him know that we plan to speak in support of his efforts. So this is months into the controversy uh, at the local level. An unidentified friend of Helsel then posted to a private social media group that they would be meeting and invited members of the group to the meeting just to see if anyone else wanted to participate in the discussion and the education session with the um, supervisor, Mr. Seaton. Uh, Helsel in her complaint reports that on June 21st, so the, the meeting was set for June 25th. On June 21st, the date the social media item was posted to the private group, quote, a screenshot of this post was taken by an unknown person. Now, I didn't write this in the story, but she noted that, again, it was a private group. Um, and so I can imagine that there was some searching. And, and I, I guess she said the private group had 190 members. There's, there's probably been some internal, at least searching through the mind, I think, who of the 190 people would have taken this screenshot. And then the next morning on June 22nd, she said a photo was taken of the actual phone displaying that screenshot lying on a surface. That image she reported in the complaint was sent to Dr. Charles Broadus, the state veterinarian, 30 minutes later from the phone of Gerald Garber, identified by its phone number. So that's how you get Gerald Garber in the story. Someone took the picture of, of, of the a screenshot of the uh, invitation to a meeting with Scott Seaton, sent that picture to Gerald Garber. Gerald Garber sent it to the state veterinarian. Um, that same day, June 22nd, Kelsol wrote in her complaint, Garber and Slavin met in person with Broadus and David McGreevy, the deputy director of the VDAC's regional office in Harrisonburg, to inform them of this upcoming meeting at my home, she said in her complaint with Supervisor Seaton and my plans to speak at the next board meeting. According to Helsel's complaint, Garber and Slavin, quote, made the allegation that this was a conflict of interest because of my official role as a state animal, uh, animal care inspector, which is her job with VDAX. The issue raised by the supervisors then led to a meeting for Helsel in Richmond, quote, with my supervisor, manager, and director, in which Helsel was notified, quote, that this matter was being investigated. So, 
The result of this review, she wrote, was that, quote, I had not violated any law or policy. My right to engage with elected officials is protected by Section 2.2-2902.1 of the Virginia Personnel Act, as well as several other rights protected by law, she wrote in her complaint. So she alleges, I'm continuing now with quotes, Supervisor Gerald Garber and Supervisor Jeffrey Slavin committed an act of prohibited conduct under the State and Local Government Conflict of Interest Act. They used their public positions to retaliate against me for expressing views on matters of public concern. I believe they were also attempting to circumvent my meeting with Supervisor Seaton and my attendance at the June 28, 2023 meeting of the Augusta County Board of Supervisors. She did note that she actually went ahead with the meeting with Seaton as planned and also spoke as planned at the supervisor's meeting. So uh, she was not daunted by the fact that she had been told that her, this matter was going to be investigated. Uh, and she went ahead with uh, her plans to speak out as a public citizen, which she has all rights to do. Garber and Slavin, she wrote in her complaint, circumvented the process in place for raising issues with the conduct of state employees by, quote, not following proper channels. Quote, in the event that Augusta County had genuine concern regarding the integrity of animal shelter inspection activities, the county administrator or his appropriate staff member should have contacted a supervisor or manager of the Office of Veterinary Services in the Division of Animal and Food Industry Services of the Virginia Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services. There's a process there. It's a very clear process. The county administrator would take lead in that process, not two members of the Board of Supervisors. Two members of the Board of Supervisors do not speak for the county as a whole. The county administrator, their designated uh, basically CEO, does speak for the county. Go going back, quoting two board members acting in their own accord to contact the state veterinarian directly within minutes of viewing a social media post about my intent to meet with a board member against whom they have an adversarial and opposing stance and speak at an upcoming board meeting in support of that member is a malicious maneuver of retaliation, Helsel wrote. That's the story. And so at this point, uh, it is October 31st as I'm recording this uh, this this video, this podcast. Um, the complaint was filed October 15th. So we're more than two weeks into whatever investigatory process may be ongoing, uh, initiated perhaps by, well, would have to be by law, by Tim Martin, the Commonwealth's attorney. Um, whether or not he would engage sheriff's deputies, he would uh, presumably have to. Uh, to investigate the matter on his behalf, uh, sheriff's investigators at the least, right? Uh, we just don't, we obviously will not know the status of that. But I think one thing that is important is that uh, that the public knows that uh, this is alleged, it is ongoing, and uh, we will see it through to whatever conclusion there may be. Uh, Tim Martin may decide to uh, press forward with potentially raising um, uh, criminal charges against. Uh, Gerald Garber and Jeffrey Slavin, if that would be the case uh, from a read of the uh, the lengthy state and lo local government conflict of interest act, uh, the exposure here would be to a class one misdemeanor. Uh, class one misdemeanors, of course, I mean, theoretically, uh, you know, a fine and then up to a year in jail, unlikely, certainly for uh, elected members of a uh, public body to, uh, you know, actually be uh, subject to that kind of uh, a sentence. Um, you, you, but that said, that is the potential exposure, uh, most likely, uh, if these, this were to be prosecuted and, and they were to be convicted, um, there'd be some sort of a probation suspended sentence of something of that nature. Um, but in any case, uh, more significant than that is just that it, it's, it does seem very clear that uh, you know, if this if this allegation turns out to be true, there would be two members of the Board of Supervisors attempting to retaliate against a private citizen 
for speaking out against uh, a position they have uh, politically on a public policy issue, and that's that's dangerous. Uh, and so I hope we we hope and we will push uh, for Tim Martin to uh, give this complaint uh, a fair hearing, and um, based on. Uh, what we know, it does seem that um, that there does it. Sh- it should be something that appears uh, in front of a judge and maybe even a jury to determine the um, the final outcome here. So, here at Augusta Free Press, we will continue to push uh, uh, for a full um, accounting of what has gone on here. If you have any questions for me, any news tips at this point uh, uh, about what's going on in Augusta County, particularly as we're finishing up this particular video and podcast. Um, we have uncovered a lot, it seems like, in the last f- several months uh, regarding um, the resignation of former South River Supervisor Steve Morelli, uh, which is still a, something that we're looking into in an ongoing manner. Uh, now, uh, these two supervisors may be caught up in uh, a conflict of interest retaliatory violation. Um, the ongoing activities at the regional animal shelter uh which continue, and we're, we're several months into this, have not been addressed uh, fully by the three localities. Anything of that nature, anything else going on, uh, please email me at chris at augustafreepress.com.